Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Hey. Hey. Here we go. Bill and John and myself. And John, you were just in like the fruit and nut capital of California. Turlock. Turlock. It's a cool place. It's just great. Just situated in middle of California. You brought back some walnuts. That Lots of walnuts from a friend up there. Lots of... They don't call them almonds. They call them almonds. 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 They take yeah. the L out. They just take the L out, and it's that's the way they talk. They they say almonds for outsiders, but it's but if it's you're in that area. Yeah, it's like uh, my father in law's from Missouri, and he always says pecans, and I'm thinking I don't want a single pecan <laughs> in my mouth, but I could go for some pecans. Pecan, sure, I'd love one. Uh, some pecan yeah, pie. Want pecan pie. Yeah. What's in that yeah. pie? Yeah. <laughs> Bill, where are you going next? Uh, I go to Boise tomorrow, and then next week... Any pecans there? <laughs> not that I know. A little snow, but nothing else. You travel more than anyone I know right now. And then next week, Grace and I are going to be with Joy and Joe and all the kids. That's awesome. That's, we're really looking forward to that. Really looking forward to that. I need that really much right yeah. now. Yeah, that'll be a good time. This is a little hard. I feel a little, little naked without Bruce. He, yeah. He asks the questions. He does. He never knows that he will never set in with a point. He just asks a bunch of questions. Yeah. We have to almost force him into answering something. He keeps convincing us that he's got something to say by the way that he asks us if we have something to say. That's it's like right. he's just holding That's it back. Right. But That's right. We can, we'll muddle on without him. Yes. Hey, we're in uh, John chapter 16. They're at the, they're at the prayer breakfast. Oh, they, they are at the yeah. prayer breakfast. Yeah. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. It's a very busy time. Um, Bruce is meeting everyone. Yes. yes. He'll know 700 new people. Absolutely. <laughs> if any of us went, we'd know like seven. Oh, oh and they would yeah. be people working around the <laughs> hotel. They wouldn't be anyone for the prayer breakfast. This is why we don't run things. Yeah. Monday, Bruce and I were talking about an event that he's going to, and, and I could go along. And he said, well, it's a lot of networking. And I went, huh. I think you should go. <laughs> I really Gosh, you know, we'll be praying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm for you, but uh, Bruce, nope. No. You've blown your cover. Down there at the Trans World Radio, you were networking. I was, was I was making man. friends. I yeah. was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good time. Well, we, and Bill, you got home from the Eventually. nine places that they oh. sent you that night. Oh, you are not Eventually. a you are not a fun man to be with. Sometimes not at two in the morning when you're missing a flight. When there's nobody there to help me, but some guy who runs the transportation <laughs> from the car lots. Oh, oh that was a nice morning. <laughs> Oh. All right, Dave, let's do some let's reading. Let's get into the Word, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start in verse 5. Go through uh, verse 15. But now I am going to him who sent me, and none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. But I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And he, when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment, concerning sin because they do not believe in me, and concerning righteousness because I go to the Father and you no longer see me, and concerning judgment because the ruler of this world has been judged. I have many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of mine and will disclose it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. 
Therefore I said that he takes of mine, and I will disclose it to you. Mm. Amen. Mm. You know, when we started this section in chapter 13, our, our goal was to think through some of the theology of Jesus, particularly as it, as it pertained to us, uh, his, his disciples, those that he dies for. And this is one of those sections where he clarifies again for us the significant role of the Holy Spirit, both in the world... Uh, but particularly in us. Mm. And when he talks to uh, us through this passage, he wants to remind us of something. Um, he left, he died, he left, but he left, so to speak, behind or into our lives, the Holy Spirit, who is alive in us, alive in us, possible because he died. That's the power of this passage. And when he comes... He'll speak to the world about sin, righteousness, and judgment, but he'll speak to us about truth. Mm-hmm. Isn't that beautiful? We are the ones, the Holy Spirit is alive in us, and he is the one who is guiding us into all truth. Uh, there's another part that I want to just quickly say, and then we'll keep going here, but, but that is, and he says he'll glorify me. One of the unique ministries of the Holy Spirit is the way he submits himself to Jesus, like Jesus submitted himself to the Father. So that any of the theologies that glorify the Holy Spirit are missing the theology of Jesus. The Holy Spirit never draws attention to himself. The attention he draws is always to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And the significance, or not the, but a significant part of that is that he draws attention to the significance of Jesus in us. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's just a lot of mouthful there, but boy, is that an important part of Mm -hmm. his theology. And, and another thing that I was thinking about is um, he spends a lot of time, a lot of time talking about what you just said, but also to the point of this isn't my own message. This is the Father's message. And so the Holy Spirit is going to say what I say, which is also what the Father says. And so at this time, anyone who's thinking, well, Jesus doesn't declare himself to be God or doesn't declare himself to be part of the Trinity. Right here again, he's saying, no, this is, we are all one in this. This is all yes. the Father's, which is mine, which is the Spirit's, and we all, so that's... Uh, Amen, David. Amen. That's a big portion there in chapter, in verses 14 and 15. You said it very well. This is the Holy Spirit, the Father, and the Son engaged in the significance of the ministry they have in us. So why is it to our advantage that Jesus goes away? What what did that if if the Spirit isn't here to glorify Himself? Why is it to our advantage that Jesus would go away? Uh, in part, I think David, it's because um, he has to die before he can go away. Mm-hmm. And and when he dies, he does something. We've talked about this many many times. He dies and makes us righteous ones. It's to our advantage that the Holy Spirit comes because apart from his death, the Holy Spirit of God cannot live in us. Mm. It's to our advantage. When they had Jesus, great advantage, great advantage. Not enough advantage. But they were not yet themselves righteous. He was, but they weren't. And this speaks to what you were saying, John. You were saying earlier today how important it is for this New Testament, I mean, theology to even make any sense the spirit had to come and so for him to come to convict us concerning sin and righteousness and judgment all good things but why don't you speak to that a little bit well i was just thinking just even in terms of a timeline 
what must they have been thinking when oh. you said this? What, what are you talking about? First of all, that you're going away. Second, how would the Holy Spirit come? But this is everything. As you guys have been saying, the death and resurrection of Jesus allowed that day on Pentecost Amen. where these creatures became new creatures, mm-hmm. fully righteous, fully holy, carrying now the Holy Spirit, God in them for the first time in, in human history. And and so that, that beautiful picture, what he's promising here, we're that new set of people who have Christ, just like in some ways even more wonderful, Peter tells us, than when we got to walk with him on earth. And now we carry actual righteousness that, that really the disciples knew nothing of. They could exactly. watch a righteous one. Called Jesus. But they knew that they weren't yet righteous. They right. were still bumbling without a new nature. And to hear these things without a new nature, that's why they afterwards said this was it. This was everything he was talking about. Now that they now they could go turn the world upside down. Amen, John. Thank you. And he... He said, when the Spirit comes, he will guide you into all truth. It's so beautiful to know that God's design is for those of us who are his would be the truth bearers on earth. Mm-hmm. Now, that's been really confusing to a lot of Christians. Mm-hmm. We've got to put it in context. Mm-hmm. Our goal is to speak the truth in love. It's not just to be truth bearers. Truth bearers without love are not righteous carriers. They're not. Mm-hmm. Truth is always born well when it's born in love. And that's why so much of the turmoil in our country these last 30 or 40 years about, quote, the religious right, the judges of the world, wrong. Mm. We should be loving people. You know, the great accusation today in our culture is that Christians are the least tolerable. What a a horrible thing. We should be the most loving of all. Mm. We Mm. really should. Mm. we got to learn to love people with Mm. the truth. Mm not condemn them in the truth. Yeah. It's not our job. And Jesus, he he was really knowing that this was important. And when you know, you look to the garden of Gethsemane and he's praying and he's he's sweating blood over this and yet he foreshadows how important he knows this is. He says, "I have to go away. I have to die." And it is so important that I do. Otherwise, you can never come be with me. Mm-hmm. So he's he's building this case of this is the perfect plan, and this is what's going to happen That's for right. you. Uh-huh. And so you believe me, you will want me to go away because something something you need is coming. Wow, you just hit something in me, David. I'll say it quickly, and that is, man, do we have to believe this is true about us? How important it is. Do I really believe that the Holy Spirit of God is in me, teaching me truth? Is my, is my heart listening? Yeah. And if I, if it's listening, do I then share that with love? Whew, that's a powerful amen. Absolutely. Well, we'll see you next week mm-hmm. on the True Face Podcast. Amen. Bye-bye, you guys. <laughs>